I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Almost. Almost Jason and C.J. Uh, C.J. Uh, off today. We will uh, be joined by C.J. Morgan on the phone, I believe, in a half hour. I, hold on for... That 30 minutes, uh, be happy to be joined on the phone by you at any time, 512-834-1027 or uh, on Twitter at Almost ESPN Radio. Uh, Michael tweets, start Hudson Card versus OU. This is your worst take ever, Jason. The offense only looked exciting with Quinn. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to uh, Texas OU uh, Queen Ewers v. Hudson Card, who should start just a little bit. Did I say that my guy Nick Hodge is sitting in the CJ seat? That's my guy Nick Hodge sitting in the CJ seat. He's brought some almost fun facts. Here, let me just produce this show on the fly. You have a whole stack of almost fun facts on yes. a, a variety of different topics. Yep. Well, but mostly football. Just <laughs> Okay, well, that's what... The different teams and that's, players. That's yes. what I was hoping yes. for. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully they're all sports related or at least almost sports related. Uh, let's uh, we'll, we'll get to that in uh, in just a moment. Uh, or no, sorry, just uh, pepper them in whenever you're ready, whenever okay. you're feeling it. Um, I will uh, here. Fun let, fact. No, I'm just no, no, go ahead. Don't, go ahead. Don't, don't, don't give me too much power. Already. Don't don't do me like that. Uh, here, let's go to uh, not the most exciting, as it was kind of a blowout right from the beginning, but surely what the uh, schedule makers thought was going to be the game of the week. Mahomes, uh, Chiefs at the Buccaneers, 41-31. to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now for a generic sports talk question. Is it over for Tom Brady? Yes. Yes. He's... Wait, are you talking football or his marriage? <laughs> Foot- football. Oh, okay. Then maybe because he like I guess statistically you could go look and he probably looked like he played all right uh, I think three hundred and sixty something yards a yeah. couple of touchdowns yeah. uh, but he he clearly he does not look as sharp as he has looked the last couple years in Tampa Bay I mean last year people forget he was a, a, a sloppy close to the season away from being the MVP last year yeah I think if you go check this is. This is a speculative fact, okay. all right? No, Northside Dave, you can't fact check me on this one. If you look up week 14 of the NFL season a year ago, I bet you he was the favorite, the, the betting favorite to be the MVP. And then at the end, he kind of played uh, poor down the stretch, and Aaron Rodgers was just like, yeah, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He's bad too, by the way. Uh, but yeah, Tom Brady, all year long, I've watched all of those games. He is, he is, it's your fault, Tom Brady, that I am going to, in the first time in Jason Dick history, have an 0-4 fantasy team. All well, right. look, it, my it, bad. I put all of my, my eggs in the Tom Brady basket with a Ryan Tannehill the backup. Um, but I don't think the question is whether or not Tom Brady is good or bad, or if he's lost it, if, he's, if it's over for him. I'll tell you what the thing is. It's over for Rob Gronkowski. That's the secret. He was That's not, the difference. What are you no, talking it was. About? It was the fact that Tom Brady knew at any point he could just lob the ball to, to in the vicinity of Rob Gronkowski, and he was going to go up there like a killer whale, jump it out of the water, and grab it in his jaws. Tom Brady was... That's what, that's what Tom me. is missing. R- Rob Gronkowski, at the time that he retired the first time, and then the second time as mm-hmm. well, was probably the greatest tight end in NFL history, ability-wise. 
Travis Kelsey, but he's going to eclipse him. Uh, but the last couple years, I mean, I think he's he's decoy Gronk, really at best. No, but that's that, that, that was Gronk. that was Tom's security blanket, and Gronkowski could still like, especially in the end zone. Eh. I think that, but All no, right. if you're asking, if you're, right. if you're saying, what is the difference between Tom Brady this year and last year? It's Rob Gronkowski. I'm telling you. Well, and he's smart. Old. People can sit there and do Look, analytics. Man, this is uh, and smart people can sit there. And, they oh, can do, do the, the analytics, analytics that on that Gronk. what I said was right. Oh, okay. I just do we know any smart people who can do it? I don't know any. Oh, okay. You're probably the one. I'm the one who to. would do it. Yeah. Uh, th- this happens at that position all the time. You go from being the, the you know Pro Bowl level MVP caliber to borderline unplayable, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's it's from an injury. Sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, 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 you're old now. Peyton Manning, all right? He won the Super Bowl in that season, but he was an embarrassment, okay? He could not throw the ball 15 yards down the field. Yeah. Uh, Brett Favre, his last year, he he went from, t- you know, on the verge of taking the Vikings to the Super Bowl to like, oh, no, it's sad now. It, would get, it gets sadder, Brett. Very much. Very it, much. It gets yes. way worse. Drew Brees, like I don't even I don't even know when it happened, but Drew Brees was like the, two years before he retired. He was great, and then all of a sudden it was like, hold on, we're having to Sean Payton's having to scheme around Drew Brees' yeah. inabilities, uh, and so yeah, it will even I don't know how many avocados that you have to eat strawberries. No, he doesn't eat strawberries. He does not eat strawberries. How many of those weird fast massage plyometric electric mm-hmm. plug in your pajamas, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's 45 years old, all right? And at some point, you're going to play like an old man, and it might be happening. He even last night, he got sacked on a play. Sacked, he fumbled. Uh, and I'm sure that he well, would never accuse Tom Brady of faking an injury. But he got up just like rubbing his shoulder. He did that thing that you played with that kid in Little League who as soon as the ball went between his legs, it was like, ow, my something. I had hurt my something. Tom Brady was doing that last night, okay? okay He's rubbing the shoulder a little extra hard after he fumbled that mm-hmm. ball. Uh, you know what that was? Mm-hmm. That was he's got uh, I smashed too many Microsoft ter- uh, Surface <laughs> tablets shoulder, okay? Maybe take it easy on those tablets, Tom. You won't strain yourself. What's going on, though? What what is it? Is his personal life factoring into his play? Is he playing worse because his wife is in the process of leaving No, him? maybe he's playing worse because he skipped training camp for two weeks to go yeah. attend a personal business yeah. and then all of his wide receivers were out and mm. have been injured. That might have something to do with it. And the fact that he doesn't have Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I will tell you that fun fact, it might Almost be Almost fun fact. It might be that the Bucks are worried about their pets. Because they had to be oh, relo- no. relocate Get the team this weekend All right. because of the hurricane. So right. they went to Miami to practice. And uh, according to Tim Jiroki, Jiroki <laughs> the Bucks director of team operations, not only did they relocate the team and their families, but the travel party also included 18 dogs and one rabbit. Said rabbit, A rabbit. belonged to Bucks rookie guard Luke Gadecki, and its <laughs> name is Cletus. That's almost a fun fact about the Bucks. Are they almost fun facts because they're almost fun or they're almost Don't facts? ask questions. Don't uh, poke holes. Uh, okay, that's all right. So they they yeah, they went to Miami to mm-hmm. to to do to practice. The, to practice, yeah. but then they went back to Tampa. I don't know Florida geography. Is that just like a is that a 2-hour drive? How far is that? It's on the total other side of the thing, right? Yeah. Got to drive across the whole I was, I was trying to equate shape, it to Texas, shape, but right? the dong is skinny in Florida, so I don't, I don't know exactly how to how to do that. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. 
<sighs> and you, you can't. We ain't got a kennel. We can't. The dog sit. There's nobody. Where do we got to get take it's a hurricane, Jason? You just recently got a new dog. Would you leave with yeah. your little thorn? I might leave him there anyway. I might yeah. ju- I might check him into a kennel. Be like, you know what? The weather's too nice. I want to go outside. Okay, I can't leave this dog unattended for more than a couple of hours. Uh-huh. You Look, guys are. If there's a member of your household you're leaving behind in a kennel uh-huh. during a hurricane, we know who it's going to be. Then they do not bark. That's fine. I mean, the answer is all of them. Uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> you're a rookie, and you think you can just bring your rabbit a- along? I hope one of them dogs. Somebody's got a big ass vis- a vicious dog on that thing, and I hope one of those dogs don't. Don't. don't wow. Don't root for the rabbit. Wow. First of all, rabbit's not a pet. It's not a. It's not a pet animal. I don't domesticate your. Don't up. domesticate. They die very easily. Domestic. Rabbits always constantly sick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs uh, were underdogs in this game. Uh, one and I mean they were the road team at mm-hmm. Tom Brady. I guess that makes sense. And the final was forty-one thirty-one. The game was not close. That, that close. It was not really a contest at any point after the yeah. first and a half quarter. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the best, right? Yes. I'm not saying he's the MVP. Yes, but if if you do yes. the thing where you restart the league and you're going to draft all the players, there's no argument for Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes is the best player. Lamar Jackson? No way. Mm. He lost. Yeah, I mean, he no, just I mean, lost. You're, 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 you're correct, Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's crazy. Like the the gap is is super high between Mahomes and uh, I mean Mahomes has lots of weapons. He's got a coach that just is is one of the greatest innovative. He's I got mean, the, Lamar nothing. Jackson's dealing with a Harbaugh, okay. John Harbaugh's <laughs> a very good coach, but is he an offensive yes, genius like he's Andy Reid? No, he's a, yeah, what with do you mean? defense. Uh, with the defense. Fun fact: the Chiefs scored almost more. Fun almost fun fact. fact: the Chiefs scored more points in the first half against the Bucks than the Bucks have allowed all season. 28 first half points for the Chiefs. Oh, the Bucks hadn't the won. The Bucks previous three that opponents is, combined. That is a really good one. 25. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Three of those 25 were mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboy points. That's right. How about them Cowboys? Yep. How about, how about them Cowboys? Hang on. He's got a lot of weapons. Like, there was that was one of the biggest offseason stories was that they traded Tyreek Hill. What is Patrick Mahomes going to look like without Tyreek Hill? Oh, you got Juju Smith-Schuster? You, you got Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Did but, you did you just go to the dumpster outside of every stadium in the NFL and be like, "What's this body?" That who, is kind. Of, that is kind who, of what they this? did with with Marquise Valdez. Jarek McKinnon. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah we'll do yeah. that. I don't know if he has all these weapons. He's got Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's good. He's got Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Your boy Clyde Edwards-Helaire got a touchdown last night. I know. On my bench. <laughs> good, good job. Started who, Tony Pollard. I was like, "Who are you starting? That you're Tony benching, Pollard. You're benching really on the advice really? of one Jason Dick, fantasy football mas- mastermind." Okay, because uh, I got you here, and you're arguably a Miami guy, yes. a, a, a Tua truther. What do you call it? Tua non. Tua non. That's not a laughing matter. You should not joke about those things. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I want to talk about this concussion situation one more time. Do we need an update to the protocols? It seems as if people are are outraged, outraged at what has gone on here. It's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, and Nick Hodge today back in just a moment. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. CJ Morgan joins us for the top 10 list uh, in just a moment. Hold on for that. My guy Nick Hodge in studio with me and you, 512-834-1027. Um, I was watching mostly the Red Zone channel yesterday. I love you, Red Zone. You're the best, man. Here, weigh in on this. Am I a bad fan? I had the Cowboys Commanders on the second TV, no sound. Red Zone on the big TV with sound. Uh, under most circumstances and seasons, if the Cowboys are on, 
that's my main that's my main hoe. All right. But yesterday I was just like, I am not feeling it. Okay. I am not feeling Carson Wentz does not belong on the main TV. I mean, yes, you're a bad fan, but we know that about you. Oh, okay. You're a bad fan. Good. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I'm watching Red Zone, and they're zooming around to every game in the NFL. That's how Red Zone works. If you haven't found it out, uh, find it. It's, it's great. Uh, and I feel like in every game, when somebody gets hit in the head, we had a, a little diatribe about concussions and the Tua situation and what's the right thing to do. And I guess my question, sometimes Miami guy Nick Hajda did they, uh, if Cooper Rush had, had sucked, it would have been full on. I'm just a Miami guy. I'm telling you that right now. Did they not do the right thing? Did the Dolphins not do the thing? Like everybody, I did the the team doctors fired now. I know the Steven, NFL Players Association. Apparently, the NFL and the Players Association have to agree on these independent doctors, and if one of them pulls out, then he is effectively fired. And the PA did that. The Stephen A. Smith was shouting on Friday last week that uh, somebody needs to be fired for this. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, thanks, Karen. Uh, like, what? Wh- why? I don't. I unless you. There. What? So, and I'm just picturing Stephen A. Smith like oh, actually debating against the Karen. Oh, we should like, do that. Yes. I was going to say, Stephen A. Smith has let me talk to your manager energy without a doubt. Of course. Without a doubt. But yeah, st- get, get just a, a, a go-to Karen. In Stephen the, A. Smith versus Karen A. Smith. In the debate, yes. Yeah, in the debate chair there opposite Stephen A. Smith. I love it. Um, I guess there's all sorts of permutations of what could what happened with, uh, with Tua that led to the very ugly situation where he's knocked out cold, concussed, had to go to the hospital, and his fingers are all mm-hmm. tensed up. But I would think... The most likely scenario is the the week previous he was uh, you know had a, a, an ugly situation where he he fell to collapse to the ground. They said later that he it was a, a tightened up back. Uh, he passed the concussion protocol test, went back into that game, went and played several days later, got slammed to the turf, and you you saw what happened there. Everybody is assuming that that happened because of what happened five days earlier. Everybody's is saying there's no way that he should have been playing. He shouldn't have been playing in that game. He shouldn't have been allowed to play five days later. Where as and this unanswerable question, obviously, I think the most likely scenario is that they are unrelated. <laughs> is no, that, I, I don't. I don't think that at all. I, I think that they are. The, he he took an ugly hit on Sunday. They went through the protocol. He was fine. And then you slam your head against the turf. It doesn't matter what happened to you five days ago. When you hit your head against the turf with that velocity, bad things happen. Yes, but when is the last time you saw somebody have the fencing posture where it, I mean, I where it, made, it made you sit it to your stomach? It happens 0.75 times per season. It happens well, all the it, time. It was it was Tom Savage is the one for me. Houston Texans is the last guy that, that had that on the okay. field where you were like, oh, crap. So I'm saying is Was like, he previously concussed or I think not? So. I mean, look. I'd have to go back. A bit, but no, but my point is, is that we see lots of concussions, head injuries, some that are very severe to people, and nobody has that fencing reaction except for the guy who suffered a really bad head injury four days I mean, after it looked like he suffered a bad head injury. So if you, I, I, I think it's plausible that the reason his second concussion was so bad and made you sick to your stomach is because of the first one. Because I'm not he saying, was not fully healthy with his head. I am not saying that that is impossible, and it's certainly not implausible. Uh, I think that that is definitely a, a, a possibility. That, that is a possibility. If you ask me what is most likely 
the situation. I would say that it was just that, yeah, my dude had his head slammed against the turf, and that's what happens when you are, when you are hit that hard. We, uh, I guess what I'm saying is everybody has decided that the system is broken, that the NFL doesn't care about player safety, yeah. and that the, the protocols are not good enough. We have to change the rules. And I'm like, well, look, man, this is a, a one-off, it's well, a look, one-off okay. incident, right? Let me, let, me, let me tell you this right now. Uh-huh. The NFL does not care about player safety. Okay. Well, I'm they sure. care about being sued. Well, that's what, by players. Okay, I'm glad which that is you different. Said, I'm glad that you said that. Which is different. Aren't they? Isn't the NFL on the hook now for hundreds of millions of dollars to the uh, retired players associate whoever for concussions and yes. lawsuits? I would say the NFL is very financially motivated to make sure that they are not just being cautious but overly cautious on this front. So I would presume that the the current protocols well are are extra safe they they also extra safe not just good enough but extra safe look uh, sure maybe they're extra safe but i and again this is where we know the answers did Tua go in there and did he invent this back injury narrative because he wanted to go back and what he know like Tua knows that he needs to play and play well for the dolphins that he cannot be out for a bunch of games especially when they're yeah. playing Andy Bridgewater looked pretty good Nah. Yeah, they hit that long deep shot to Tyreek. Okay, Hill. yeah. Uh, I, I think that, that that's the thing is, is was this the doctor was somehow the team got to the the independent doctor and, and made him sign off on this back thing? Um, did the was the doctor just there to confirm the neck injury, the head, the the back injury narrative? That's the questions that we don't know, and that's why that they need to have that investigation. And quite, but I, I do kind of feel like you know. We should. How long does it take you to figure out whether or not that was legit? They should have known that before Tua started. And if you want to sit there and argue, well, and that's, well, if, if, if there is an investigation into concussion protocols that you don't let Tua start until that investigation is clear, sure, fine. I'm, I'm behind that. I just... Well, I, but they did that. I would presume that they did that. No, no, I'm, say, I'm saying... If he that passed the protocols. No, he passed the protocols. The NFL, uh-huh. the, the NFLPA demanded an investigation into the protocols. That was not completed before kickoff of the Bengals game. And that's where it gets kind of like weird. Of like, If there's a question of whether or not those protocols were properly followed, which the I think it was the NFLPA that came out and said that there, was, there are several critical failures by that investigator, and that's why he was fired, well, then you should not be able... Until you know for sure whether Tua was concussed against the Bills... He shouldn't start for the Bengals. Well, you can't and it, know for sure. <laughs> There's no. Well, you you he do passed, you, he, he passed the concussion test, and that is the best that we can do to know for sure that he the the right. But if but if they if they launch an he, investigation, he can't just, he can't you can't just say a, well it's under investigation whether he passed that t- that test was real or not, and then just let him play. Like, can you can you pee on a stick and it, it comes up two lines for concussion, one line for. Is that, no, I think you got to swab. You got to swab your you nostril. Swab. Yeah, is that, yeah, is that yeah, the way sure. that it works. And yeah, if you just see brain, brain hey, fluid on it, you're let like, me ask oh, yeah, you concussion. This way, then, because I feel like it has become a, and I'm going to say that it's, uh, it's, it's the sports equivalent of virtue signaling faux wokeness to say yeah. that the NFL needs to do more. They need to do more. Uh, what? What if? They because they, they already have. It's not like it's a team doctor. Okay, yeah. it's it's not. Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues trying to shoot up Wendell at halftime so he can go back into the game. It's already an independent neurological badass 
uh, somebody who is in, in charge of making these decisions. Well, look, and they hold on. Okay, they have spotters who are just watching for guys who are specifically trying to mask the the con- concussion symptoms, mm-hmm. and they'll 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 stop the game and be like, "That guy, that guy's got to come out and get checked." What if we just instead of saying that guy, he's got to come out and get checked? That guy, ten days. You're out ten days. No no questions. No prove yourself or prove to me you're not concussed. It's just ten days, and then we'll reevaluate. Well, again, the answer is we should know what the science is, and I think that there are varying degrees of concussions and head injuries. But the point is, is that if if there's questions about two or whether he would because he looks concussed, eyeball test, he looked concussed when he stumbled and when he fell stumbled week in before. week three, right? And so we should know, we should be able to know before they kicked off against the Bengals. Hey. Here's the process that he went to. Here's the questions they asked him. Here's what he said the answers. That seems really easy to I, find out. I agree that And then you tell like okay, that was a a, a BS sham test or no no, because because that's the outrage is that nobody knows what the what happened with that first test and we just are using our eyeballs to say like no, he was concussed, you let him into the game. Also, the Dolphins should have just kept him out anyway. It's a Thursday night game. You just played a horrific game in the heat. Against the Bills, just take a knee on this game. Well, you, they, they were there were what three and zero at the time. Now they're three and one. They ended up being the same thing. Like you can you can you if you are three and one because you rest Tua, everything's mm. fine. Okay, and now we're not in this process. Mm. Also, the Dolphins, um, they were behind the whole shenanigans with Tom Brady on a boat, and they were trying to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady, and he was going to be so like. And then there was the my point is the Dolphins ownership. Seems oh. like they will do anything to try to win a Super Bowl before Steven Ross dies. So if you tell, I'm, I don't. So they, they don't get doing, the benefit of the doubt for me on not doing shady stuff. To uh, in while he was concussed to win a Super Bowl. So, uh, uh, all right, uh, fine. I, just, I don't the trust Dolphins the Dolphins in their organization. And you know what? Anything from Miami, I'm always like, what's going on? I would over be there? yes. What's exactly. Going, what's exactly. going on? So that's kind of strange. You keep you keep saying we should know the 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 science. We should know whether. It, am, am I naive in thinking that the NFL, with billions of dollars at stake, are like the ones who would know? Like they're very much, you well, know. Then why why did we not know the answer to the questions? I think to we, this investigation. I think we did know. We, did we? Yes, we. What was it? We investigated. He was not concussed, so he was allowed to play on Thursday. He hit his head. Now he's concussed. Look, we as, just as, we as the kids say, show me the receipts. Well, it doesn't what, seem like that's hard to be like. Here's the test. Here's the test that we, here's the questions we asked him. Hmm. I remember when I was a child, I was on a pogo stick in my garage. I hit a pole of water. I smashed my face into the ground. My mom took me to the doctor. He asked me who the president was. I told him it was George Bush, and the doctor was like, "I didn't expect you to know the answer to that." I was like, "Why'd you ask me?" I, but the point is, I knew the I, I knew the questions that he asked, and I knew the answers that I that was given to him. We should know that about Tua before he played. I know that uh, we were already killing it on next level analysis, but then Nick hit me with a when I was a kid on a pogo stick. Uh, They're very intel. dangerous. Don't poke around water. Yeah. Uh. Was that a, was that a good segment? I'm not sure, but we said things loud and in a sports talky kind of way. That's so the key. I'm going to say key. good job, That's us. That's the key. Uh, CJ Morgan joins us for a top ten list on the phone on the other side of this break. Hold on. Now back to almost sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Sitting in the uh, CJ Morgan seat today, you know I say that, but uh, you're actually sitting in the other seat. That's not. That's not. Uh, it's my uh, work wife, not the producer of the program. Nick Hodge is here, and if I have pushed all the buttons correctly, uh, joining us on the phone, it's my dude CJ Morgan. What's up, CJ? 
Yes, I'm here, Nick. Uh, thanks for filling in, man. Good show today. Love you guys. Love the show. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you. I wasn't sure if you were listening, but uh, grade the uh, variety of different Jason Dick jackass hot takes I put out there today. Uh, the uh, the NFL's concussion protocols are fine, and the most likely thing, the, the story behind the Tua situation, isolated incidents. Okay, not related. That was for you, I CJ. Like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Nick, very passionate and angry as always. I think the show needs more of that. Okay. Good gonna, take on that, that subject, CJ. If, 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 if there's one thing I'm going to do when I come back, it's going to be louder and meaner and just yell. Okay. Just That's, trust me, Jason will punish you eventually. No, 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 no. It works sometimes. It works sometimes. <laughs> I did forget to mention that at the end of the day, I don't care if the NFL is dangerous and causes brain damage. Like You, <laughs> you forgot to, you don't I care. I did forget to mention that. If the, the NFL should do everything it can to make sure that the game is as safe as possible for its players, but when some guy dies in an oil refinery fire, nobody's like, oh my God, we should stop oil refineries. It's like, it's a dangerous so, job. They're highly compensated. Omelets and eggs. You want to kind of crack? Kind of. Okay. All right. That's not a very woke take. That's not very good. Uh, how about this one, uh, CJ? Uh, regardless of Quinn Ewer's health status, Hudson Card has earned the right to start versus OU. Too hot, not yeah. hot enough, or just right? Just right. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Watching him this weekend, I was like, oh, man, he's he's getting better. <laughs> and he still looks like that ankle's not 100%. Yeah. So yeah. It's, dude, that's a tough call. That's That's so tough. Like, if, uh, if if Quinn's good to go for OU, do you suddenly say, all right, Hudson, thanks for the your service. Now you're back to the bench, but damn, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay, we do it every day, even if CJ is not here to provide it to me face-to-face. Uh, it's a CJ Morgan top ten list. I said earlier that we were doing it anyway because it's in my contract. I will take at least one segment off, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, kick it into the sign-off mode here. CJ, you take it away. Yeah, we have to do this. Uh, today I did the top ten most overrated college football programs. I did not come up with Ooh. this list, uh, but I found a Barstool Sports wannabe guy that essentially every week he updates his top ten most overrated college football teams. But here's the deal. Five of them are always on the list. Five of them are perennial, never leave, never get off yeah. the list. Uh, so that's kind of part of the bit. Uh, I'm going to read the current rankings right now, starting with number 10, Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> Fair. Fair. They're good. They're fine. Uh, but they can never seem to get over that hump of OU, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Oklahoma. Hey, what, Ohio, Ohio State. State. <laughs> Currently, I've been off for a second. Uh, Ohio yeah. State. Uh, number nine, Kentucky. Overrated. Oh. Okay. Number eight. Clemson, mm. <laughs> number seven, your Arkansas Razorbacks losing what two in a row now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to, uh, ranked teams, even though they, good they teams. you know look pretty good against Alabama. Uh, number six, Michigan State Spartans. Mm. Number five, Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, I will agree with They're, that. I mean, tough weekend number for my Wisconsin four, family. Notre Dame. Yes, mm. how is that four? Number three. Your Texas Longhorn, <laughs> number two, Texas A&M, and the topping the list this week of the 10 most overrated college football teams, 
Oklahoma. Oh. OU Sooners. Yeah. Okay, so this list is kind of all over the place because, uh, I mean, Kentucky, did they lose? Kentucky was number seven in the country. Playing uh, the I believe Mike Kiffin yeah. uh, upset them. Yeah, yeah, slightly. yeah. So, you, yes, th- they were probably overrated there. But Texas, how can we be overrated when we are quite literally not rated? We, we are not in the top 25. CJ, we still are not in the others receiving votes category. What's going on I, I here? know. Give me a vote. <laughs> Let me just one guy couldn't stick us in at 25 so I can be in the other receiving votes category? Uh, well, here's, here's the rub with the list. you got to remember, five of these programs are on every year. Can you guess? Which five programs oh, okay. so there's, have yet to leave the list? I see. They're just is, is it like a rule? They're permanently in there? Uh, it's, okay. it's, not, it's not a steadfast rule. It's more just kind of a bit. But, yeah, five of these teams okay, I can never leave the list. I mean, uh, Texas a, Longhorns for sure. Texas for sure is always on there. That's, Notre Dame, absolutely. Notre Dame absolutely. is always on there. Um, I'm going to say Michigan. I guess Michigan is always on there. Mm-hmm. You got it right. Clemson? Uh, no, not Clemson. Clemson, no. Clemson properly rated, I'm going to no, say. No, they're slightly overrated. Michigan State? No, not Michigan State. Are they Are they currently properly rated? Um, uh, now I forgot all the... I mean, is Oklahoma good? Yes, Oklahoma. I mean, Texas A&M? Texas A&M? And Texas A&M. There oh, you go. Was, it, okay. was Texas A&M in there? Yeah. Sorry, I, I zoned out in the yeah. middle of the list. Uh, the, the five that stay on the list, or at least have until... I guess his qualification is once they win a national championship, you can drop off the list. OU, of course, being a very good dominant team, and it's time, but thoroughly losing every time they make the college football playoffs, or we've seen them so many times go and lose a bowl game to a lesser team. Uh, Yeah, OU, Texas A&M, Texas, Notre Dame, and Michigan, the five always on the list, and then every week other teams kind of rotate in and out. Um, uh, Oklahoma, is this too homery? Is this just wishful thinking on my part? I, l- I see an extended period of miserableness for Oklahoma. I think you're projecting a little bit. Well, I think you just want that to happen. Uh, yeah, that's true. But uh, it also could totally Although, happen, right? If like they, If Oklahoma, they move to SEC, that might actually... I'm not, I'm not kidding. Oklahoma could get nebraska like Nebraska in the oh. '90s and for many decades previous to that was one of the one of the programs in all of college football, and you're never getting back, Nebraska. You are never getting back. Uh, I'll oh. take you one one more. Could Oklahoma be getting Texas? <laughs> what does that mean? Where? Well, I mean, since since uh, the Colt McCoy, yeah, we shoulder pop. Texas has and Mac Brown being fired. Texas has not. You know, gone quite to the depths of Nebraska, but it's been a okay decade plus of mediocrity. Totally you're fair. Saying, you're saying Oklahoma's going to yeah. take an even well, bigger dive? No, yeah, yeah. I perhaps I bit off more than I could chew, and I should just be happy with them going full Texas. In that, I mean, it's early on, I know, but Brent Venables is not is he? he you're a defensive coach. You gave up 55 to TCU. How is that even possible uh, when you yeah. almost assuredly have way more talent than the Horn Frogs, right? Like even I, I, absolutely, the, but damn, TCU looks scary. In the depths of Texas is not back, despite our declare, declarations of backness. 
Did we get destroyed like that by anybody? I might have just blacked it out from my memory. Did we? Was anybody? Was a, an average team like TCU de- destroying Texas? I don't think so. I don't think so. But again, I'm, I know. I might. Uh, last last question before I go. What are your thoughts over watching Big Twelve games this weekend? Are you more scared for Texas? <laughs> well, or are you are you feeling a little better about it? Um, no, I I feel. You know what? I'm an eternal optimist, except for the days that I'm not. Um, the, I saw a, a statesman headline yesterday. Why not Texas for the Big Twelve championship? And That's I was like, confidence. I'm you like, want. do you? Is that a real question? Do you want me to answer that question? Because I can give you a list of reasons why not. But look, if you if you go and congratulations to the Jayhawks and Lance Leopold Leopold is that is that his name? The uh, first half of that game was great. The second <laughs> half, both teams were trying to lose. No, uh, con- congrats to the Kansas the fans and their coach, who will be the named the Wisconsin coach any day now, I assume. Uh, but if I look at the Big 12 standings and I see Kansas 1, Kansas State 2, I think this conference is still up for grabs. Okay? This is, this... I, I completely agree with you. The only thing I, scare about, or I worry about is OSU is scary. You're playing in Stillwater. You're playing in Manhattan, and uh, who's the other road game that I'm worried about? I think um, um, Iowa I, State is going to be here. Uh, uh, so not a not a good road schedule for Texas. Baylor coming. It's got to be Baylor. No, Baylor's home. I think Kansas, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma. Kansas How do we not know the schedule, CJ? Because we are the almost sports almost program. Sports. Uh, CJ is going to be out again tomorrow, but we'll get you on the phone uh, for a uh, for another top ten list. Uh, I, at least I hope so. CJ, this is our uh, you know we're still just feeling each other out. Me and CJ, this is my first time looking at your phone number because I was like I might have to actually call CJ. I hope I'm not sharing too much here. Where is eight oh six? How do you have a what's an eight oh six number? Amarillo, Texas. You still have the Amarillo? No, you've been in there. You've been here for how long? Dude, I'm I'm on my parents' uh, phone bill. <laughs> like, why would I change it? Because you're a 40 year old man. What do you mean? Why would <laughs> okay. I? Ch- to be fair, I paid their phone bill for them. Ah. It's just it's just we've been grandfathered into all the you unlimited totally everything, so it's it's just cheaper. Family plan as a, as a man with no family, I say I, yeah, I'm envious of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like an Amarillo right, family plan is just like right. a two cups and a string. C- CJ's got to go. Uh, thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> all, right. all right, knock it out. Bye. All right, <laughs> CJ Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number. It's Jason, it's CJ, and Nick. Kajda today, back in just a second. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Dad, you're the GOAT. I like that one. I like that. That PSA, is it just because it's not about a starving woman who can't, Probably. can't sustain herself on just water alone? But she's doing it for... Sorry, guys. We're working on outfitting the... out. Advertiser lineup. Uh, hi, don't tell. I'm the happy to tell him to go to Manai Institute. Uh, it's Jason Dick, CJ Morgan on assignment today, but that's my guy, Nick Hodge, uh, sitting in the CJ seat. Thanks as always for being here, Nick. Mm-hmm. Who is watching your tent outside of the Moody Center? I know you're a secret Harry head. It's the last night, Harry Styles at the Moody Center. Well, are they camping out? Isn't now, that, now, now isn't that, that Beto thing? has gone, it's no longer cool. I what, saw that. Uh, gubernatorial candidates go dick move by Beto on Beto's part he was in the the pit he was in the nothing goes off hardcore uh, like a Harry Styles pit but no like the 
Uh, only a thousand people get into the, the the area closest to the stage. Yeah. You have to show up at 7 a.m. and wait in line and get a wristband. Did, did Beto show up at 7 a.m.? I doubt it. Mm, I, doubt I thought it. you were a man of the people, Beto. Get your ass up to Section 210. Is right? he wearing a rainbow boa? <laughs> no. That's no. what I want to know. Just- I'm not kidding. I, I, I kept seeing – we were tailgating on Saturday – and I'm miles away from the my one mile away from the Moody Center. I don't know. That's a pretty healthy walk. And I kept seeing rainbow colored feathers. And I was like, "What is this?" And my girlfriend informed me that yeah, that's from yeah. that's from Harry's Harry's house. Uh, that's from the Harry Styles show. Who is going to clean up all these feathers once you get up and leave our town? I know you've just been treating us. <laughs> We're like, going to the ducks eat them. The ducks are going to eat. Or the- just the wildlife. Those things are going to be with us for years. Those okay. are forever feather boas. Okay. Is the sports talk audience digging these Harry Styles references? Anybody? Anybody? You guys going? Anybody going to Harry Styles? Not me, man. Okay, back to what you came here for. And now something about baseball. Our new segment. Has Aaron Judge broken the AL home run record yet? No. This has been, has Aaron Judge broken the AL home run record yet? Uh, it was last Wednesday that he hit 61? Sure. That seemed right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, the final home games, Yankee Stadium, at least for the regular season, were this weekend. Uh, the uh, Yankee fans very excited that he would hit 62 there in the house that Ruth built, that then somebody else built a new one. Uh, but no, uh, managed just one hit th- in 13 uh, plate appearances, five strikeouts, five walks. Quote, it would have been nice to hit it at home in front of the home fans, but at the end of the day, I've got a job to do. We've got to get ready for the postseason, but the season is not over yet. End quote. What? That didn't make any sense, Andrew. At the end of the day, you got a job to do. What is the job? Your job is to hit home runs, is yeah. it not? Hit home runs, Aaron Judge. Here, look. Uh, this is why you know that Rob Manfred is a weak commissioner because he should have called some team <laughs> oh, and said, "Hey, oh my God, send some scrub guy coming from the minors. Go out there and just, just lob him a couple over. Practice. Just get this over with. Let's just get yeah. this over with." And we can all go back to watching football games without interruptions. Well, if you want just scrubs from the minor leagues to lob him pitches, good news. His final four games of the season are against your Texas Rangers. Oh, there we go. That'll uh, do it. It's, it's just up the fe- the road at, what is that place called? Is it Globe Life Field? I, I always call it Home Depot Field because it looks like a Home Depot. <laughs> the ballpark in Arlington? Yeah. Should we go buy ourselves some uh, StubHub uh, left field seats? And we or you if, should go buy us we, some. We could be the better version of Frankie Lasagna. Who, uh, Did y'all talk about Frankie Lasagna? Is that even his name? Is it Frankie? Uh, there's well, a, he said it's Francesco or Francesco. Toronto Blue Jays fan Frankie Lasagna was the guy who brought his glove to the game, bought a seat specifically in left field, and reached over, and the ball tipped off of his glove yeah. and fell into the bullpen, the, the home run But when ball, you're 61. watching the clip, you think it's the guy in the in the actual Toronto Blues uh, shirt, that fat guy with Blue the hat Jays. and the beard? Blue, Blue Jays. Jays. What did I say? The Blues are a St. Louis Sorry. hockey team, but... Anyway, you think it's that guy who's like right there that actually barely misses it. Yeah. But Frankie Lasagna was the guy in the off teal uh, uh, Blue Jays gear next to him. Frankie, Frankie Lasagna, Lasagna is not the guy who reached out with a no. glove who lost his mind. I mean, he had a glove and reached it out, but he was the he was he was just his glove was out. The guy who actually dropped it almost dropped it. I don't know who that guy's name is, but oh, it's not Frankie Lasagna. He doesn't have a fun name okay? like Frankie Lasagna. So shut up, Frankie Lasagna. Nobody mm. cares about you. Give me that poor okay. that poor sap. What if he doesn't do it, Aaron Judge? Uh, okay, we'll get over it. 
I'm gonna say if you get if you just finish on 61, that's a that's a real bore. I was say, he said his last four games are against the Rangers. Well, you doubleheader starting tomorrow, I believe. Okay, La- last game last season. Somebody just go give him, just just let him get it. Just let him. Just I mean, him get it. How, how easy do you think it is to hit a home run? Just the pitcher just lets you do. it? You still gotta. How easy for the seven foot tall, 845 pound man <laughs> to hit a home run? I bet pretty easy. Pounds. I bet it's pretty easy for that gigantor. <laughs> 145 pounds. Uh, okay, we got to go. Let's uh, let's end on uh, this. We're going to talk Texas OU all week long here. Uh, and I, I understand that this is ultimate pettiness, but I am mad. I am mad that uh, when, when the Associated Press Top 25 football poll comes out every week, I just, you know, I know the Longhorns at 3-2 and two are not going to be in there, but I like to go to the others receiving votes category and count how many, de- if you were to extend the rankings out, is, tex- is Texas... We're not in the top 25, but we're 27? No. 28? No. 31? No. You know what you should do is you should do your own polls that are just uh-huh. however number it is until you get to Texas. <laughs> That's the end? Yes. Just Whenever every ballot. Texas. Everybody. You, all yes. you have to do is fill out your ballot until you get to Texas. Yes. Uh, if you do this sad system that I have created, I, I will have you know that the last team receiving votes is the Oklahoma Sooners. They are, uh, by my count, the 40th highest ranked team in college football they got two votes does that mean two people put them at 25 or one person put them at 24 i'm sure that's how the math on that works uh but yeah they got two votes texas still despite a dominant victory over west virginia Mm -hmm. no votes yeah no votes people hate texas they love OU. People hate Texas. They don't hate OU. Texas is a seven. OU has actually, CJ mentioned it. OU has actually been that sacrificial land that they throw as the fourth playoff team just to get creamed by Ohio State or Alabama. Like, they've actually done something. Texas has done nothing Texas since Cole McCoy. is a seven. They beat Georgia before Georgia was Georgia. Texas is a seven-point favorite at a neutral site versus Oklahoma on Saturday. But and tell if, you what, and if you're telling me beat Oklahoma, you'll get one. You'll you'll get one of those. You're, you're telling two me others receiving votes that Texas is is unranked while Oklahoma is forty. The system is wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. Texas is underrated <laughs> in that they're not. You, you know what? Fair. That's, the look, Longhorns are underrated. We are in the top forty teams in the country. Sure. Okay. It's there's not not a, not not a question. Well, when you start the Jason Dick uh, official college football <laughs> rankings until we get the to Dick, the Longhorns, the Dick poll. Yes. <laughs> what if I'm the only voter? <laughs> the DP rankings. There's a uh, there's a couple of those guys. Like I don't know who Ken Palm is. Like mm-hmm. there's I think that's a basketball one. There's a bunch <laughs> of the, the 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 ranking systems that used to be factored into the BCS that were just one dude, right? I like the idea of you having some sort of secret proprietary computer to, or AI should, program, and yes, it's really just I like it's it really well. just I'm just gonna rank the Longhorn. I should be in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, fun show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Monday Night Football tonight: Rams, 49ers. I think the Rams are a one and a half point dog. Jimmy G, uh, starting for the uh, 49ers, uh, the favorite at home. You got to you gotta lean on that one, Nick? Uh, I need Debo Samuel to not do good so that I win my fancy <laughs> matchup against CJ. Uh, so <laughs> I've got Jeff Wilson and the 49ers defense. He's got Debo, and I need Nick is leaning away from Debo Samuel. Is yes. You can listen to the game, right? Niners here defense. 102.7 ESPN Radio. Uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. Until then, goodbye now. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one.
E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch cuz I'm the man if my team loses I'll be mean all night if you tell me to relax we'll get in a fight I like my friend he's a real guys guy he's not a loud mouth like that old Steve